So we want to now try to discuss three modes of being to so say, three modes of life and compare and contrast them and, and so forth and so on. So first of all, uh, the, we have to ask, what is it that we are pursuing? What is it that anyone uh, is pursuing, was pursuing or can pursue? And a word there we could use is success. A person wants to be successful. Any form of life, any sentient being wants to be successful. Now, what does it mean to be successful? We would say that it has to be in reference to a desire. Because if we don't want something in any way whatsoever, in what way can it possibly be good? So, for example, somebody gives us some um, uh, uh, some ice cream with pepper on it. And we don't want it in any way. And nobody's paying us to eat it. And it's not a, a, a prank or a dare or a video or anything like that. Why would we eat the ice cream with the pepper? It's nasty. Maybe somebody likes it, but assuming we don't. So it has to be in reference to some desire. On the other hand, we put chocolate sprinkles on our ice cream. We like that. It tastes good. So we would say that's good. And, and, uh, and we want it. So we would say that success has to be in reference to desire. But if we go a little bit deeper, uh, we see there's obviously a, a vast variety, diversity of, uh, of desires. One person wants this, another person wants that. Heck, we're, we'll include the animals. One animal wants to build the dam, the beaver. Another wants to hunt the gazelle, the, the lion or something, and, and or the hyena and so forth and so on. So if we go beneath that, what is it that unifies all desires? And what is it that really, truly we want? And we would say that the reason that we want to get particular things isn't because of the things in their own self necessarily. That, that also, there's an angle there. But it, it, first and foremost, we simply w- want to get what we want. Why? Because to get what we want means that we can feel like ourself. So the underlying thing is we want to feel like ourself. We want to uh, bring out to so say our, our nature, our necessary nature that can't move at all, that can't go left or right. It can't be out there. We want to realize that and experience that. So consequently, when we get what we want, we feel like ourselves. We feel free and powerful and dignified and like it's all good. When we don't get what we want, even if it's a, a concerning very small matter, like I wanted to um, and make the piece of trash into the to the waste bin, and I missed even a tiny little thing. I wanted to merge into traffic at this point, but I I wasn't able to. The tiniest little thing is a diminution of being. It's an insult to our very fiber of our being. So we see that whatever it is that we happen to want, we're willing to to go all out for it frequently. And if not, we're going to get depressed. We're going to get sad. I didn't get what I want, and so forth and so on. And the same thing, obviously. Holds for all of life. We see unbelievably complicated behavior in in insects and animals, uh, just uh, literally um, uh, unbelievable complexity. And yet, obviously, they can't give a rational account of it. So, as we see, it's simply uh, they're they're striving to realize their nature, um, which we wouldn't necessarily say is different than our nature, but in part and parcel of which is to get what they happen to want. And if there's some kind of impulse or compulsion based on their uh, particular species. Again, I'm a butterf- I'm a, um, a caterpillar. I want to become a butterfly. I'm a bear. I want to hibernate. The bear has no idea. Okay, now I'm I'm paying rent for however many months in the in the in the cave. Now it has no idea. Just an impulse, but it wants to fundamentally get what it get what it wants because that's a realization of its nature. So consequently, we would say that our true good lies with this unfolding of our nature of being more and more like ourselves, of aligning the contingent meaning the, the variable and the changeable with the unchangeable, with the necessary. So we would, in reference to that, we would again say that we can discuss three modes of self-doing. So the first mode is the one that, that uh, we share in common with all insects and animals and all of life, and that is the one 
that consists out of realizing uh, our nature in relation to immediate impulses and inclinations, meaning the animal mode of life. I want to do this at this moment and I'm going to do it simply because that's my nature. I have to, to strive to do what I want. The mind doesn't hop in. No amount of rationality hops in uh, or, or beyond the, the ti- a tiny little amount. And consequently, life consists out of the pursuit of these little bursts. Uh, uh, right now, I want to, um, uh, let's say I'm an animal, I want to eat, so I eat. Now I want to sleep, I sleep. Now I want to use the restroom, I use the restroom. I'm a person. And we see in the, the beginning kind of uh, stages of, of, uh, of human life or homo sapien life, depending on how we define the term human. Right? We, we see that, um, uh, that we're able to, to, to subsist in, in, in that mode of life. Whether at first, obviously, everybody has a baby, but also plenty of individuals that have not uh, advanced to, to, to any further modes of life subsist in that mode of life. Right now, the sole question is, how do I uh, survive? How do I get some food? How do I get some water? How do I attain some pleasure? How do I avoid some pain? And all of that. But we would also mark that um, or, 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 or uh, bring our attention to the fact that it's not per se, it wouldn't be necessarily precise to call it this a survival instinct or something like that because we don't, what a person wants fundamentally is not to survive but wants to get what he or she wants. If he or she happens to want to survive, then he or she looks to try to survive but not for its own sake and we see frequently people give their life away for some kind of point of pride. Uh, there used to be a lot of duels and probably still are in many parts of the world uh, or you offended my pride, now I'm willing to, to die for it. You, uh, you know, you stepped on my toes, you offended my honor, I'm willing to commit suicide uh, by uh, honor suicide, right? So it's, it wouldn't be that fun, the fundamental thing here is survival. It would be that there's certain uh, compulsions and insofar as a person wants to survive and wants to, to follow along with, with these compulsions, then he or she tries to survive. But if not, then not. That's obviously something animals and insects can't do because they have to follow those compulsions. They don't have a higher mind uh, to, to, uh, to deviate whatsoever. So we'd say that that's the elementary uh, mode of life that everybody starts out at, uh, starts out as or in, um, or concerning which, as a child uh, or as a baby, and then as a child. But eventually, uh, many people remain in that mode of life. Meaning, we see uh, uh, obviously all across the world for all of history. There's people that stay exactly in that mode of life, and they they live on the streets or they live in various kinds of situations. And that's the that's the idea. It's what do I want right now? What is my body telling me I want? My maybe my emotions, maybe some kind of sparks of pride or some kind of sparks of uh, stimuli, and I'm going to follow that because that's that's my nature. I have to then do that. So the next mode of life that many of us advance to, thankfully, is um, where we are um, pursuing, um, where we're stretching out the pursuit of our good over a period of time, which necessitates self-control, necessitates discipline, at least to some extent. For example, little kids have to learn that I want to play right now, but I have to go to school so that later I can uh, uh, get a job that I want that I can earn more money. So we're able to do that. We're able to think years and decades down the line. I don't really like this job, but I want a good retirement. So I'm going to keep working for the next 30 years so that thir- in 30, 40 years, I'm going to be able to retire. That's an amazing thing that obviously we don't see animals at least conscientiously doing. Maybe unconscientiously, instinctively, maybe we see, for example, there's iguanas that live by volcanoes and they, ha- uh, uh, they, they want to lay their eggs uh, on the warm soil or the warm ground uh, closer to the volcano. So they, uh, every time it's time to do that, they make an extraordinarily risky and difficult journey down the slopes of the volcano with the rocks falling and, and all kinds of things. They have no idea what they're doing as far as we 
possibly have reason to think. They can't explain, I want to hatch eggs, and then they leave. They don't even know, right, necessarily what they did. They don't even see the baby iguanas. They just do it. So we see, but in, uh, unconsciously, we see this. We see this kind of stuff amongst the animals and insects, and insects obviously as well, and the migrations and, and all kinds of things. But um, consciously, conscientiously, rationally, we see only we can do that. We can say again, I want to to attain something in forty years. Forty years, right? And then and then we can work for it. I want to be uh, at the top of my field, and it's going to take me fifty years of hard work every day. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Some people thankfully think, and uh, that's something obviously that, that uh, sets us apart there. So that, that would be called the, the kind of the uh, human animal mode of life, meaning we uh, set our goals based on what we think uh, will lead us to the highest degree of dignity, what we happen to like, what happens to kind of um, bring our, our attention. One person I want to do, we don't pick anything out. It's all equal. I want to, I happen to, to like, uh, X. So I'm going to pursue X. One other person, I happen to like Y, I'm going to pursue Y. And that's going to give me uh, at least some uh, cause to delay my immediate gratifications, meaning, meaning it's going to take me out of the, the absolute animal mode of life where I'm simply pursuing my impulses. Now I can control myself for the time being so that I can finish this workday so I don't get fired, so that I can, um, excuse me, so that I can pay my bills, so that I can... Um, do what I like so that I can uh, pursue my hobbies and so forth and so on. So that's that's the next mode of life. That's where most of us are at. And that's a great mode of life to be in. But the problem is that it doesn't address, of course, the, uh, the underlying thing. It's still rather superficial. It's not as amateur uh, per se or not as beginner elementary as the, the the straight up animal and insect mode of life and that many of us do remain in which is just the immediate moment and consequently we never really uh, unfold our nature we never really become anybody we just continue to be this kind of ambiguous uh, blur of, of being with these impulses coming across our windshield so it's not that bad but and it's not bad at all it's, it's, it's not bad at all but it's not that elementary but it's still not addressing the real underlying thing and sometimes after a long time of being in this mode of life, we think, what really is the point, right? What am I really working for? Is it really enough for, for me as a, as a, as a being, as a, somebody that, that has a sense of, of dignity and truth and justice and purpose and meaning? Is it really enough for, for the whole goal of all my efforts to be able one day to, to retire nice and comfortably or to be able to take a nice vacation every so often or to have nicer things than some of my buddies? Uh, uh, is it really enough right? or to be able to post something on social media and, and make somebody jealous? Is that really what I'm here for? So we see if a person begins to think like this and most people don't and most people continue in that mode of life or suppose whenever there's doubt or whenever there's uh, moments of uncertainty that it's simply a lack of the same thing. I just haven't yet gotten what uh, I, uh, I want. I just don't have yet enough resources. I don't have enough capital. I don't have enough nice objects. I don't have enough fame. I don't have enough promotion, right? It's just when I get promoted one more time in my company and so forth and so on, then it'll be all good. But we see, again, it's not nothing, I want to make it out like some kind of sinister thing or some kind of, you know, but the, the, the fact of the matter is, of course, if we're just dealing with the superficial surface of life, we're just dealing with band-aids and, and tea, for our cold, right, as opposed to any, the, uh, addressing the, the cause, then, of course, we're, we're going to stay um, on that superficial level and we're not going to really get anything much more out of life. But what then would be the third mode of life? And we would say the third mode of life would be uh, uh, conscientiously, consciously, specifically addressing 
the, the root thing here, which is what, what we really truly want, which is that realization of our nature, that unfolding of, of the necessary. And, and how do we do that? What does that even mean? So we would say it, that there's many ways to think about it, but it's, we could call it the, the path of the righteous, the path of the wise. It's it, it, the path of, uh, of thought, the path of, of, uh, of, um, uh, of uh, self-control in light of, of ideals and values, meaning we're not only not being an animal and and, uh, and not doing and do certain things because we have certain worldly goals. Again, I want to get wealthy, so I'm gonna I'm gonna not gonna I'm not gonna spend money now. I want to um, pursue my my uh, hobby, so I'm gonna save uh, money here. What these kinds of things? We're not only doing that, but we're thinking I really truly want to be what everything that a sentient being such as myself can be. I want to be a human being. I want to be something higher. And for that, I have to do a lot of things. I have to do a lot of things differently. I have to reprogram to so say my entire modus operandi, how I view the world. What are my values? What are my ideals? What am I trying to get out of things? Uh, what am I pursuing? What is it that, that is driving me every day? Is it one of these worldly animalistic goals? Is it some of these uh, subsidiary objectives that really don't hit at the root of the matter or is it something deeper and we see again what would be the absolute good what is the absolute good it's that which is in reference to an absolute desire and what is the absolute desire behind every single thing that ever was done is done or will be done as it concerns people animals insects we're probably throwing bacteria there and maybe even plants and everything all together we would say it's that it's it's the alignment of the contingent to the necessary it's the uh, unfolding of the of our necessary nature uh, and, and so forth and so on. So I'm going to address that now in this third mode of life. And, and, uh, and that's going to be my priority. So anyhow, how we do that, that's how you see then the, the whole separate discussion. But that it's that switch of mindset. That would be the first step. It would be that, 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 that flip of the switch where we go from being in that, that worldly phase where our objectives are purely uh, they're, they're arbitrary, they're contingent, they're based on, on some kind of impulsive, unconscious, different types of things. And again, the, uh, the schemes can be super duper complicated and advanced. It's about the intent. It's not about the thing itself. It's like, hey, you know, I'm a very, you know, uh, I do these complicated things. I'm a, I write many complicated things. I, I have a big business. Like, it's not about the thing itself. It's about the intent. It's about how we are viewing the world. It's about what do we really truly want. Or what is really truly real to us, right? When push comes to shove, what does it really come down to? And we see for the, the, the worldly individual, what it really comes down to are these worldly goals. A person can, can entertain notions on a certain level of something uh, transcending the appearances of something underlying the, the fluff and, and the superficial. But really, when it comes down to it, it is about the appearances. Really, it is about me getting mine, whether it's, uh, now it's, um, a divorce settlement. Now it's a, a question of pride. Now it's a question of inheritance. Now it's a question of who's going to get uh, promoted. Now it's a question of who's going to merge into the lane of traffic. Now it's a question of who's going to, uh, you know, who's going to get the better deal. Something is really, it does come down to those animalistic, impulsive, superficial things. So what we want to do, if we want to ascend to the higher mode of life is, is make a switch so that it doesn't come down to that. So it really, truly comes down to the truth, to reality, to what we really truly want. So we're willing to give our life away for, for again, the highest. So it's not just talk. It's not just fluff. It's a very difficult thing to do. And we start with some small steps, whether it's understanding a new idea, whether it's having a modification of behavior, 
where we're not doing something specifically because we want to be righteous. We want to be somebody and we want to be a human being. So we say, you know, I'm not going to do X, Y, Z because I want to be a human being. I want to be somebody, not because of a perceived benefit or, or some kind of thing where I can tell somebody or where I can say I'm doing this or that. I want to be a human being. I want to attain to the highest. And, and consequently, I won't do this thing or I will do this thing. Understand, we're switching our, our frame of mind, our reference points, and hopefully we can slowly transition to that highest mode of life, and that's our highest good. It's not for a further reason. It's like, okay, and then what? And then I'm going to earn some money. But you see, that's how we think when we're in that uh, second mode of life. Uh, the only reason we think that for uh, ascending to something higher would be so that we can get something lower. Okay, so if I do this, then I can... Uh, write, write a book about it and I can earn money or I can be famous or I can post a video of it on the internet or I can be better than somebody. So no, we're saying it, it might be impossible to conceive when we're in that, that lo uh, lower animalistic phase of life, but we're saying, no, we want the highest good. We want the absolute good, which is for its own sake. It's not for any other sake. It's not for any other reason. It's for its own sake. So that's why we would do it. So something to think about with three modes of life, the animalistic, the uh, the worldly, the human animal one, and the human one. So let's think about it. Thank you for listening.